Welcome to the Docs Dial Reps podcast, where we talk with medical device sales reps about how they got started, how to support docs, and tales from the OR. If you're interested in asking a question on the show, please email info at docsdial.com. DocStyle produces custom podcasts for medical doctors, device companies, and health facilities. Please email podcast at docsdial.com if you're interested in creating your own podcast or joining an existing podcast as a host. That's podcast at docsdial.com. Thank you. We're talking today with Robert Gilling and Steve Willenborg of UBC Cleaning Systems. Robert, Steve, welcome to the DocStyle Reps podcast. Well, thank you very much for having us. Let's let's start by getting to know a little bit about each of you. Can you tell tell us about your background and how it led you to UVC Cleaning Systems? We'll start with you, Robert. Sure. So, uh, so my background is in uh, in uh, in engineering space, where I bring to the table some of the systems and the mechanical side of it. Um, I'm one of the founding partners of UVC, uh, along with Steve Willenborg. Um, we've been we started the company back in 2012. So we've been at this for about eight years now and, uh, and being able to service a, a variety of different applications. Um, for, a, for a good portion of the time, I served as, a, as president of the company and with that um, was able to travel and implement uh, a lot of different systems and a variety of applications. So um, we take pride in being able to recognize the customer need and then respond to it by, uh, by designing appropriate uh, systems in order to do the job that they're looking for. Now, what about you, Steve? What uh, What's your background? Uh, my background is in uh, product development, uh, mainly in the consumer electronics space. Uh, as with Robert, I'm one of the co-founders of UVC Cleaning Systems. Uh, and uh, with my background in engineering and product development, uh, it lends itself to uh, this particular space. My love, though, in, is business development. So I'm the managing director of UVC Cleaning Systems now, and I'm responsible for driving the uh, the sales and the business development into the various areas around the around the globe. Excellent. So let's get right into it. How can UVC light treatment help medical facilities in particular? Sure, I'll start with that. Um, so the the adaption of UVC really goes back for quite some time. Um, it was first discovered back in the 1800s with uh, the advent or the recognition that sun was able to kill bacteria when it left out into the space. Uh, and then in the 1930s is when uh, the first artificial UVC lamp um, was developed by George Westinghouse. Uh, well, the category that we fit into is really a category called hands-free disinfection. So customers are looking for a tool that they're not using a manual or chemical process in order to uh, clean the space that they're working in. And the benefit that UVC has over other technologies is that in a relatively rapid uh, or quick turnaround time, you're able to get a pretty high level of disinfection and the dwell time or reentry time in order to set up and uh, execute the process doesn't really take that long. So the category hands-free would be either UVC uh, using some type of a hydrogen peroxide like a mist or the last one being like an ozone generation. And again, the latter of the two take hours in order to effectively set up and uh, and properly treat the space, whereas UVC can be done quickly, let's say in 15, 20 minutes uh, for a whole room environment. And the benefit in a medical space is that through studies with the CDC and others, there's a proven reduction of about a third in the amount of transmission from one pathogen to the next 
when you apply a technology like UVC in addition to your manual cleaning processes. So it's in addition to the regular manual cleaning. It just gets it more more sanitized. Yeah, so definitely you want a big toolbox, as, as, as if you will. And uh, it's been proven through manual cleaning practices that you know, due to the, the physical limitations and the turnover time, they're just maybe not getting every contact surface that could be exposed. So the benefit of bringing an adjunct or hands-free technology in is that you're doing a more inclusive job of your of your cleaning environment. Okay, so this is kind of a, a, a basic question for me. As I think of light, as a layperson, I think of light, if light shines on something, then it has an impact upon it. You set the device up and let's say it's in the middle of the room. What about the surfaces on the other side where they're not necessarily getting that direct light? Are they also getting the same level of sanitization or how does that work? Sure. So let's first define what we're talking about. Um, the three terms that you hear common are uh, sanitized, disinfect, and sterilize. Um, it all goes back to a log reduction of what you're able to eliminate off the surface. And it's pretty standard where a sanitizes log three or 99.9% to disinfect is log six or 99 with uh, four of it after the decimal. And then the only way to get through sterilization is through heat and pressure using like an autoclave, for example. Um, so with UVC, you're able to get a relatively high level of efficacy. And it really depends on what type of pathogen you're going after. Um, so, for example, if you're going after a pathogen uh, like coronavirus or any other vegetative pathogen which does not have a cell wall, it's going to be very easy to kill. And uh, even on your indirect surfaces or your reflected surfaces, you're going to be doing somewhat of a sufficient job. Let's call it a log three or log four on a standard of what you're able to get from a vegetative standpoint. If you go to a little higher uh, up the scale, you're going to be looking at an endospore, something like Cetus. Uh, it does have a cell wall, so UVC takes a little bit more time to penetrate, and you're still going to be getting somewhat of a, of a, of a clean though. Usually log two, log three is an average for getting an endospore. And then, of course, your hardest to kill is going to be your molds, and those take the longest, of course. Your direct question was about the term known as angle of incidence, and it's really the strike point at which the angle of UVC, or your lamp, is hitting the pathogen. And the benefit of UV using UVC in a whole room is that you're treating both the surfaces and the air. And it's depending as long as you understand your levels of bacteria and absorption rates, you understand what you're going to generally get as far as a kill ratio. It has been proven that, you know, just like if I go to any other space, UVC light does reflect off of surfaces, and it really depends on the properties of the surface. So, for example, glass absorbs 100% of UV and doesn't reflect at all, versus a standard painted surface is somewhere between 8 and 12%, and metal surfaces, which are often found in the, uh, in the medical environment, uh, reflect at a very high rate. So it really depends on how you want to treat the surfaces, what efficacy you're going after, what kind of treatment time that you have, and then also the number of devices uh, that you're able to employ into the room. That's, that's a pretty straightforward explanation. Coming also from the layperson's perspective, is this something that's safe? Let's say I'm in the room as this UVC cleaning is happening. Is anything going to happen to me personally if I'm in the room for this? Is this something where the room needs to be cleared of people or is this something where people can be in the room as it happens? Sure. So um, the UVC, as we talk about, is a really wide range of spectrum. And it goes all the way from 200 nanometers 
to 280 nanometers. And depending on the type of UV light you're using, some you're able to be in the room and exposed, and some you're just not. Um, the type of light that we specifically promote and use is called germicidal UVC, and at the at the 253.7 nanometers. And with this particular light, you are not able to be uh, or should not be into the room uh, while this treatment is operating. So that's why often um, different devices incorporate motion sensors or uh, some type of a remote that allows you to activate from outside the space. And it's an education process when it comes to deployment to ensure that, you know, operationally you understand the safety hazard. Um, often there's a, an audio indication and usually manufacturers will do everything they can to uh, promote the space as being free and clear of people while the equipment is being operated. Um, the other technologies like 2405 or 222, um, those are what's known as far UV. And uh, the benefit of that is that you can be in the room while it's active. The temperature choice of the color uh, that you're looking at isn't going to be exactly comfortable, so it'll have to be blended with some other type of technologies. And the total efficacy that you're going to get due to distance, power, and, uh, and all of the other form factors isn't quite as high as the germicidal range that we're using. So that's why we promote, and a lot most other UVC robot disinfection companies will use a very similar technology at the 253.7 nanometers because that's the most efficacy or has the most efficacy in the wide range of pathogens that we're going after. Okay, so there's a lot of technical terms that that you're throwing around there to make to make your points and explain everything. If I'm someone who is potentially interested in your product. Can you break it down for me in, in, in very simple terms? Is it, do you, do you work a lot with customers so that they really understand the, the basics of it without necessarily getting into the deep scientific levels? Sure. So, um, you know, everyone would love to have a pair of glasses that, you know, show the amount of germs on the surface. And um, one of the benefits of manual cleaning that hospitals and others have gone to uh, for recognizing or checking their level of cleanliness is using a form of ATP. Uh, which is uh, measuring the amount of enzyme left on the surface. And generally, they'll say if you have a level of 50 or lower, the surface is clean. With UVC, you cannot use ATP because the enzyme is found both before and after the, the bacteria has been treated. But there are a couple of tools that can be used. The first thing that we're going to want to do is prove in the laboratory setting or through third-party data through the ECRI or other institutes that, hey, our equipment works. Here's comparisons both in laboratory and against other competitors. For tools directly that the customer can implement and, uh, and show the efficacy um, and see it for themselves, there's two things that they're going to be able to use. The first is going to be a radiometer. So a UVC sensor, and those come in like a little handheld box with a, like a three-foot rope attached to it where you'll leave the sensor in the room and then read the, the box from outside the area. And what that's going to do is giving you an energy level of the amount of microwatts per centimeter squared or, or units of energy, and it's an accumulation chart that you're going to match that up with. The other real easy tool that we include in our box is a photo changer, a color-changing ink. And it's basically a small business card that you'll set on the counter in your room. And it changes color going from uh, pink to yellow to green. And that's uh, made by a third-party company. But it's a good tool or reference point that the customer can put in the room and ensure that their exposure levels um, throughout the room are appropriate. 
Excellent. Well, that, that answers that. Now, as we're recording this, there is a big debate right now about kids returning to in-person classes. How, for example, could schools look at using your products to keep both students and staff safe when we're dealing with COVID-19? Sure. So, as you know, schools are very high transmission points, and as such, schools are looking for every tool that they can in order to provide these disinfection services where they never were intended to be those experts. Um, they're really doing the same job that you're doing in a lot of hospitals as far as ensuring the, the level of cleanliness. The real benefit of UBC is that it's going to have an absolute minimum amount of impact on the amount of labor that you're going to need to employ. Because um, really the setup time is really easy where it's following, if you will, the janitorial processes that are done currently, you really have the, a, a minimal amount of impact when it comes to hiring new labor and training and so forth. So the whole concept is, is after a janitorial service goes through and cleans the classroom or the cafeteria or other space, um, they would simply utilize the UVC equipment as a, as a drag behind or leave behind and while they move forward to their next process, the units are able to you know, do their job of performing essentially a radiation treatment in the room. So it follows their manual cleaning processes. And it really is a tool that, again, adding to that toolbox or kit, um, it's already been the cool thing about UVC is we're at a point because it's been used in the hospital environment for the past oh, 10 years or so. Most of the science has already been done. And especially when it comes to the coronavirus, we know that it does, it does a really high efficacy of job. So what you're seeing now is really is that paradigm shift to boundary transgression of more being utilized in the commercial application. And for an example, in a school, what it's going to come down to is all about the service and implementation and who can provide the, the platform, if you will, or the guidelines to say, here's your primary and secondary areas of where they're going to be utilized in the school as your current processes go forward. Excellent. That sounds very hopeful. Now, overall, we, you've, you've obviously got a, a customer base. They've seen results. What are some of the best results that you've seen for some of the customers that you've served? Sure. So it really depends on how you're measuring the matrix. Um, in the medical environment, for example, it's all about the reduction of uh, hospital-associated infections. And you're measuring uh, both bloodborne, uh, MRSA, C. diff, and on-site infections. And again, we've seen a, a roughly about a third reduction overall in, uh, in a given space once you've implemented UVC uh, into that space. Um, if you're looking at other environments for a return on investment, some hospitals uh, use dedicated UV in order to clean their personal protection equipment or N95 masks. And there's a direct correlation of uh, being able to recycle and, uh, and see some improvement there as far as your transmissions. Um, we have some customers in the medical and dental space that use UVC in order to repurpose their unused uh, medical and surgical items that, uh, that were brought into the room but not opened for that process. And again, you see a direct correlation of, uh, of savings. And for that one, you're about $450 per uh, surgery um, that you're going to see. For in a school setting, uh, you're going to measure both the qualitative and quantitative data the quality of learning comes to student population. And as you may know, there's a 75% cutoff. If there's less than 75% student population, the school doesn't get state funding for the day. So, um, you know, often the schools want to ensure that the, the number of students is appropriate. And then from a quantitative or uh, perspective, 
we can directly correlate the number of staff absenteeism and uh, the cost of healthcare and replacement for subs and such. And uh, in just a very short term here in this past fall in a school environment, when, uh, when implementing UVC in, into a particular building, uh, we've seen somewhere between 40 and 50% um, improvement in uh, staff absenteeism due to the impact of um, you know, providing UVC. So it really just depends on what your application is. Um, there's three different areas that we always want to ensure that the customer feels comfortable with. The first is the technology, ensuring that, as we discussed before, how does this work? Prove to me it works. And let me get my own business cards and photo changing uh, colors to make sure that I can see myself. The second area is the implementation. Um, how is this thing going to operate? What is the service like? Um, are you going to provide leasing or, or, or other maintenance there? And then the third part is return on investment. And that's ensuring that the customer, you know, utilizes it for both the, you know, personal protection equipment, airspace, and, uh, and, and really letting their customers know um, how, how it can be applied. So we've talked medical, we've talked dental. What are some of the other uh, places where you've installed units? Yeah, um, we it, virtually everywhere. You know, the one thing about pathogens is it, it's ubiquitous and, it, you know, they're all over. Uh, you know, everybody right now, the rage is uh, with COVID. And, uh, you know, while COVID is obviously something that we need to take care of and, you know, uh, eradicate, um, you know, there are going to be future pathogens and, and infections and viruses. So from an, an application perspective, uh, really, we're in just about every commercial space uh, there is, whether it's office buildings, restaurants, uh, healthcare facilities, gymnasiums, uh, locker rooms. Uh, the, the use of the product is endless. You mentioned locker rooms. Really, I, I, It sort of brings to mind, we, we've got professional sports that are looking to start up this week and next week. Have, have you seen any particular applications that you guys have been involved with, with uh, any of the major sports? Uh, yes, uh, we have talked with uh, many of the uh, teams and there's actually uh, one of the locker rooms in uh, the Washington, no longer Redskins, uh, that uh, utilize UVC. Uh, so it's used in a little bit of the locker rooms, but it, it, we're on track to uh, make a very large growth in that area. Fantastic. So this is a, this is sort of a, an, an, a, uh, compare and contrast situation question. Um, what are the benefits for say a dental office as opposed to a medical office per se? In, in a medical, it's all about application of the technology uh, in a medical space. The rooms that you're going after are generally going to be a little bit larger. So the amount of time that you're going to need to treat that is going to be a little bit higher. And also, if you look at the direct correlation of return on investment, again, it goes back to hospital-associated infections and that transmission from one case to another. And then dental environment, because your operatories are often a lot smaller, we have what's called a rapid disinfection, which means within two minutes of time, your radius from the machine is about three to four feet. And, uh, and that provides for a quick turnaround between patient contact, if you will. And then if you want to run a more thorough environment or thorough treatment, you could let it run for five or eight minutes and at the end of the day in that space and do a similar job. But your return on investment is a little different because on that side, you're going after the consumer safety and really uh, you know, a fear factor. And, um, and there's other reasons why the dental operatory is buying it versus the hospital. Um, and Steve, you can kind of pick up on that if you like. 
Yeah, so uh, Nate, is there an area that you're looking at specifically? Well, I was just curious because we, we've, we've sort of talked about the overall benefit for a medical space. And, and I was just curious mm-hmm. how, how a, let's say a dentist who's looking to, uh, protect his office and his staff and his patients might be looking at, looking at the, the product a little differently than say a hospital or a doctor. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, the evidence is more anecdotal than data driven. Uh, the data that we have driven uh, or derived, if you will, is from testing. Uh, and uh, there hasn't been any qualifications, if you will, within these dental offices. But what they do is they rely on the, the test data that we have generated with the hospital type equipment. Uh, all of the technology is based upon our 253.7 nanometer uh, wavelength. Uh, so the uh, so the effectiveness of our products is consistent, whether it's the much larger units, which put out a lot of power uh, versus, you know, some of the smaller units that put out quite a bit of power, but not at the level of the larger unit. OK, so where can people go to learn more about UVC cleaning systems? They can go to our website, uh, uvccleaningsystems.com. Uh, Robert and I are always available. You know, one of the things as a company that we are trying to establish and continue to, uh, really employ is, uh, customer satisfaction, being very customer centric. Uh, we work with all of our customers and we want to make sure that we understand what their needs are. As we had said before, we have a variety of different products and there isn't one solution for everything. And we'll work with them, uh, on finding a solution. Uh, not only do we have standard products, but we also do a variety of OEM applications uh, where it's a one-off uh, product that we will build utilizing the building blocks that we have within the portfolio of products that we have. Now, are you selling direct to consumer or do you work through distributors? Uh, we work through distributors and uh, sales representatives throughout the world. Uh, we've got uh, uh, 21 different uh, distributors and sales reps uh, around the globe. And what's the best way for someone to find one of your distributors or sales reps so that they can get in on your product? Uh, just contact us via the UAC Cleaning Systems website, and we will get that taken care of. All right. Well, we're almost... Um, most of our distribution... Some of our distribution is done by territory, but most of it is done by application. So we have, for example, a school expert or a, a dental expert and, and so forth. Excellent. So... We're, we're almost to the end. What's the one thing that you would like to tell a doctor or a dentist or a school administrator about your product? Robert, go ahead. You're very articulate. Sure. In that area. Uh, I would just like to say, you know, thank you for the opportunity to look at uh, this category of hands-free technology again, and specifically the benefits of UVC providing a very quick turnaround time and a, and a high level of efficacy. Um, pay attention to the, the amount of impact that it's going to have in your labor and workflow. And I think that you'll see that uh, as far as in this category of hands-free, uh, UVC does provide the, the most benefit that you can get um, as far as quick turnaround time and, uh, and being able to easily integrate into your systems. When it comes to choosing a UVC manufacturer, always ask about warranty, you know, lamps and, and other uh, features. What is the long-term customer service? And most importantly, you know, how are they going to support in the implementation process and ensuring that you're maximizing the value of your, your product? And um, and we feel like we provide all of those solutions and, and have a really good background and understanding of what the customer needs are in different applications. So I appreciate your time. 
Well, thank you very much, Robert Gilling and Steve Willenborg from UVC Cleaning Systems. Thanks for uh, joining us today on the Doc Style Reps podcast. Thank you very much. Have a good day, Nate. Thank you. You too. Doc Style produces custom podcasts for medical doctors, device companies, and health facilities. Please email podcast at docstyle.com if you're interested in creating your own podcast or joining an existing podcast as a host. That's podcast at docstyle.com. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Doc Style Reps Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes each month featuring how to get started in medical sales and tales from the OR. If you have questions or topic suggestions for the show, please email info at docstyle.com. That's I-N-F-O at D-O-C-S-D-I-A-L dot com. Let us know what you think.